Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Uh, long day, but here we are. Yeah, you sound like you're in the distant lands of not-so-distant Florida, but you're in you're in Atlanta? Hotlanta, as they call it? Yep. Sure, that's what I've heard they call it. Uh, pretty chilly here right now. So. Wait, what do you mean? What's the temperature there? Uh, I can look it up, but it, you know we had a cold front come through like yesterday, so it was even a little chilly down in Florida. Mm. But in, when I say chilly, I mean chilly for the south. Uh, 47 degrees out, so oh. according to my weather app. That means nothing to us Canadians, but I'm going to take your word for it that it's cold. Sorry, and... 8 degrees. 8 degrees. Oh, that's not too bad. It's minus 2 here, so... It's pretty yeah. cold, and that's 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 uh yeah that's weather, and that's weather. Now over to traffic over in the banners. We've got uh yeah I forgot to update these. I started and then I forgot, but we do have a new weekly revival banner starting uh, on Sunday. We're recording one day earlier, so we don't know who those fine folks are going to be, but uh, we do have the new banner. And I believe this next weekly revival banner, unless they restart the cycle again, will be the last one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow, have we already come full circle? That's crazy. Yeah, so until March 15th, so huh. the second round would run. Well, we'll see what they decide to do. I mean, we'll see. Uh, we've got the new banner running until March 31st, and that is Harmony Amid Chaos. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. We've also got uh, Heroes with Blazing Wind on for another three days, ending on the 11th of March, and we've got Love Abounds uh, going until the 15th of March, and Heroes with Blazing Wind, which I already said, uh, I should have, I thought I was so close, Grail's Devoted going to the 13th of March, I should have, uh, we were only missing one banner, the new banner, so I don't know uh, why yep. I tried to make that more difficult, um, Eddie, I've I've got nothing, I haven't, I've been summoning, I don't have a lot of orbs, but I've been kind of picking away, seeing if anything, you know, lucky drops my way, but nothing, nothing of note for me this week. Okay. Just curious, what did you summon on? Have you summoned on the new banner yet, or are you just were you focusing on the uh, Chrom or uh, previous banner? We did. I did. Uh, my, most of my orbs went to the double special heroes, and I got nothing. I built it up to eleven percent, and I know some people are wincing. They're like, "Ouch!" Ah, I have to leave it. And uh, I did. I left it. And you know what? It's times like this where I look at this game and I'm like, I'm not going to care about summoning for a bit. You know, I'm just going just gonna, to. Understandable. I'm just going to have fun. You know, I'm going to play the game. I'm going to I'm going to use the Fey Pass that I've that I purchased and and tear through forging bonds and just just try to have some fun as opposed to worrying about summoning. And, and I look at this new banner and I'm like, it'd be cool if I got Bernadetta. But at the end of the day, the forging bond story is almost almost as good as having the hero in my in my <laughs> collection right so i'm i'm content uh that is to say i'm i'm not like stock holding orbs you know um i think maybe 
if I think about it. We got bunnies it, coming up, so you might want one of them. Who knows? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess I should look at that and and decide. You know, whether it's the bunnies or whether it's uh, yeah, the legend, the next mythic. I guess it would be mythic hero. So I'm I'm unsure, but I guess I should be saving my orbs. I I did I did poke away at the new banner uh, with the with the uh, forging bond tickets, but nothing. Yep. Uh, which, which is understandable. I mean, it's 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 a scratch on the surface with those tickets, but sometimes you get lucky, and I did not. So, yeah, nothing for me this week. Um, what about you? I did dive into the Harmony Amid uh, Chaos banner, mainly trying for a net uh, with a strong desire to get Bernadetta as well. Um, I did manage to get Bernadetta fairly early on, uh, but I was determined to give it a good try to get a net and kept going. I did end up buying some orbs, and in my hunt I got Pity Broken by uh, Grima, uh, or Fallen Robin. Um, also Pity Broken by a Brave Ephraim. I ended up getting Lysithia on a wheel with no green, and similarly got a four-star for- Ferdinand that way, uh, before finally getting a net. So I did end up getting all of them. Nice. You know, I don't know um, about you, but it's it's been a quiet week playing wise and also kind of a quiet week in the sense that we don't have a calendar yet. So you've really just got one thing on the calendar uh, thanks to the uh, the new banner we got, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. The, with the new banner, they told us about the Flame Emperor Grand Hero Battle that should be, um, it, I believe, with um, uh, what you would call it? Uh, Brain fart, but with the um, daylight savings hitting tonight, uh, it should be on the ninth. Uh, so it should match up with the calendar. It'll be the ninth or the tenth. It's Monday at two a.m. or three a.m. Right. Well, uh, yeah, it'll be nice to have daylight savings hit so that we can, or is it daylight? Well, anyways, the time change, so we can go back to not guessing about whether these are Pacific time or just go with the dates that everyone has for North America, so looking forward to that. Uh, Yeah, hopefully we get a calendar in the near future because that does help with uh, show content and all that fun stuff, but we did get a surprise with the update that launched uh, last week which was more in the in the details, breaking it down, and less in what we could actually enjoy. But, Eddie, you even found well, a couple nuggets that uh, that I didn't notice. Well, yeah, there was one big uh, feature that they hadn't mentioned anything about that we found out when the update went live, which are the Form of Soul, uh, which will be sold in bundles of 50 orbs and one Form of Soul, where you can take a unit from the Hall of Forms and turn them into a permanent character. Uh, from what I can understand, you can merge the Forma unit, uh, add merges to them, because when you get it, it will have no merges. Uh, it'll be the same level and same skill, uh, but you can add merges if you get spares of that same character, uh, but you cannot merge it into another character, and you cannot use it for um, skill inheritance, although you can inherit it with additional skill. So, Interesting. And, yep. and, and do we know if you merge, obviously we don't have this in our hands yet, but do you know if we merge it with a five, like if we have our former character and then we, we, we give it, we feed it and merge it with another, a summoned character, a five star summoned character version, does that unlock it as a former unit and make it just 
available to all or the reason they're locking it down i'm guessing is because of all the all the cool skills it could have just by going through the hall of forms right correct uh we don't know for sure i do not think it does uh you i i believe it is permanently locked that uh this five star former unit cannot be used as the one that gets merged into the other unit it can be the target of a merge but it cannot be the merge if that makes sense that makes sense yeah we uh so because yeah like you said those skills that are not normally on those characters that they want to keep locked to these formers only but they want to let you have those skills if you mm-hmm. so okay cool uh, also, you saw colorless tomes that like we're yes. going to be getting this soon, or uh, essentially down in the bottom of the notes, it's stated that um, uh, support for colorless tomes has been added for units in four point three that will be using that or using that type of move. So either the mythic unit or one of the bunnies will have a colorless tome. Oh. Okay, interesting. Uh, that's very interesting. And, and last, la- but not, yeah, go ahead. Yep. Last but not least, uh, the enemy units in Grand Hero Battles, Bound Hero Battles. Uh, these are the generic enemy units. Uh, Legendary Hero Battles and Mythic Hero Battles have all gone and hit the gym. Uh, they've gotten a stat boost for Lunatic and above difficult. Ooh. So, so great. More things uncompleted for me. <laughs> yep, I, I'll admit I don't try anything higher than the base difficulty on most of those. So it doesn't affect me much, but for those trying to complete them, and also affects um, all of Phoenix Master 1's old videos, because no longer do those uh, you know, painstakingly thought out stat points and uh, strategies work anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, one so. can hope that he goes back and updates every single one. And I'm just kidding, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't that think he has the time to do that. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Well, yeah, we can only dream. Uh, that's that, that's exciting for them to drop those little tidbits. Although, let before we move on, let's talk a little bit more about the former souls, former souls stuff. Um, I I had kind of alluded this to this in the Discord, or we were talking about it, and. It, at first, it was like, oh, this is really neat, like a neat way to sort of augment buying orbs. But then I remember that they don't, they are attaching this to a 50 orb package. And the way they package, or the way they price their packages, it's always, it's the price of the orbs, and then the extra little bit is quote unquote free. Maybe there's a slight discount, but not enough to be like, oh man, I got to get this. And I get it that the form of soul is going to could unlock a character for you that is very powerful. So $50 or however much it's going to cost Canadian or American or whatever, it's going to cost around the $50 or the 50 orb price. And to me, that's, that's too much. That's, that's too high for me. And I look at all the extra stuff they're adding to this game. And, and a lot of it is, here's a way to give us money and here's a way to give us money and I, I, options are great however it i would love to try out the form of souls stuff but i'm not gonna drop 50 dollars for it i don't think i've ever formed a form of soul that i was like "Ooh, i got to have that right um but maybe now 
now people will kind of min max a character to to get the best value for their form i don't know it's it's just interesting to know that they they keep adding these ways for you to give them money but it's always like the the high end premium stuff i mean you could argue that but it's also a way for you to guarantee you get that specific character you know yeah i mean they haven't to, I that, don't know. They, I guess maybe they haven't really done a, a Hall of Forms with characters that I'm like, I've got to have it. Um, it's mostly been older true. characters, right? Uh, it's been various characters, but I think they have mostly been older games. Um, it's well, I guess the first one was Shadows of Valencia. Yeah, but it's I mean, not they exactly were like, older. They were Gen One heroes, were they not? Uh, possibly. I think it was. I don't remember which version. It might have been base uh, Celica and Alm. May and Bowie still don't have any alts, so of course those were one mm-hmm. original versions. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm not sure I'm gonna buy those packs because, yeah, I'll, I'll admit I got so distracted I completely forgot about the last set of Hall of Forms when it was going on. So yeah. I actually didn't even do that one. So. I still like holoforms. Don't get me wrong. I just i I think this form of souls thing, if it were priced a little a little less expensive, I'd be I'd be for trying it out at least once and having it in my back pocket for when a hero I really like pops up. But it, we're not min maxers, so it's not. Yeah, I get. And I get we that also it's don't know some how people. Yep, and we also also don't know the exact price of the bundle. So no, you know, but. I mean, it's be I think it's like a safe sixty bet. orbs in one form of soul. So, yeah, probably at least fifty dollars, if not. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's move on to, or maybe at least forty. Either way. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to the next uh, little bit here with with Hero Rises. We've got the uh, Grand Hero. Uh, no, sorry, we have the voting gauntlet results. <laughs> it was a Grand Hero battle, sorry. wasn't it? It kind of was. You're not wrong. Sort of. <laughs> yeah i was typing on a tablet so it was you know a little yeah, awkward and i guess i mistyped it's all brain good. farting yeah it's all good so the hero rises voting gauntlet results uh altina won fair and square uh and uh we'll be gifted a neutral version of altina starting on march 12th so if you don't have altina yet you can get the twin blade legendary legend mythic mythic, mythic she's hero. a mythic yeah, so you can get that uh, that fun stuff in just a short amount of time. So good luck with that. I mean, you don't need luck. Just log into the game and you'll get it. Uh, Eddie, mm-hmm. do you want to introduce our banner we're going to talk about? Yes, uh, we got a new banner, Harmony Amid Chaos. Uh, we have a new Three Houses banner. Still set in the Academy arc with Annie, Bernie, Ferdy, and Lysithia. Uh, also joining is the ever mysterious flame emperor in a grand hero battle starting on the morning of the realized this initially but when I ended up getting a three star wrath I found out that uh, wrath did indeed get demoted previous banner because he was a four star focus and he is now a three to four star you can no longer get as a five star unless he pops up on a banner later right so 
uh, and and you you had cut out a, trailed out a little bit there, and I will state that uh, I'll just fill in the gaps there. So the Flame Emperor will be uh, available as a GHB starting on the morning of the ninth. I I think we mentioned yep. at the top of the show, but I do want to reiterate: Eddie's on hotel Wi-Fi, so just bear with us. Uh, we'll we're gonna do our best to fill in the gaps. It's not too, it's actually not that bad considering I've been on some really bad hotel Wi-Fi, but there are just some moments. Yeah. So uh, sorry, folks. Did you just, get yep? I did got all that info on. Yes, yes, I did. Okay. Yep. So let's talk about Ferdinand, noblest of nobles. Uh, Ferdinand is an officer's academy student in the Black Eagle's house, which is made up of students from the Adrestrian Empire. He's also the heir of the prestigious house Iger. I'm pronouncing that wrong. I I played enough of this that I should know what that how that's pronounced. Eddie, do you remember? Oh, uh, of course you remember how it's pronounced because I mean. Recording lines for him was so easy. You just had to do one. I am Ferdinand von Because he says that every time. Right. You if cut, you remember from You cut out when you pronounced it. You cut out when you pronounced <laughs> I am Ferdinand von Eyer. So Eyer. Oh, okay. That was, no, maybe I did hear it. I guess I was, there's no G in there. All right. Perfect. Uh, you don't pronounce the G. <laughs> great. House Ire, uh, which has produced Adrestrian uh, Prime Ministers for generations. As a Blue Lance Cavalry unit, Ol' Ferdy wields Vanguard Plus, which is uh, not a new weapon. The only new skill he has, or, or maybe the Plus version is, I, I didn't see a description for it, so, and it didn't have the exclamation point in the video. I believe Vanguard Plus is an old weapon. You yeah. have to go back and double check. Poor Ferdy. Um, but he does have one new skill in the C-slot called Rouse Speed slash Defense 3, where at start of turn, if unit is not adjacent to an ally, grants speed slash defense plus 6 for, to unit for one turn. Rounding out his kit is reposition as an assist and fortress defense 3 in the A-slot. Uh, yeah, so these guys are all decked out in their school uniforms, so not a whole lot to write home about in terms of what they look like. But it's good Ferdy's in the game. It's weird that he didn't get a new weapon. That seems... Uh, it is and it isn't. Uh, with what we found out about Wrath and the likelihood that the four-star focus units on new heroes banners like this are going to be demoted to three and four-star units after the banner, it kind of makes a bit more sense that they don't get fancy special weapons right away. Yeah, that's good logic. No, that makes sense to me. I hadn't really thought about that until you mentioned it. That's good. Yep. Uh, our second hero is Lysithia, child prodigy, the daughter of House Ordelia and the Lester Alliance. Her white hair hides sorrows and secrets, as well as being one of her biggest drives to study extra hard and earn her label as a prodigy. She joins heroes as a red tome infantry unit. Her weapon, Hades Omega, boosts her special and if she initiates combat grants an attack uh, a, a buff of attack and speed plus four and an additional attack plus six during combat if her special is ready uh, she has a new lull skill this one being speed and resistance which during combat removes speed and resistance buffs on enemies as well as uh, do, giving an giving them an additional negative three to those stats during uh, she also has tier four death blow moonbow 
in Time's Pulse. Good stuff. And this is the hero, if you remember, uh, folks, was was teased. Not teased, but basically right up, straight up shown at the end of the Fae channel we got. Um, yes. So, uh, actually, funny enough, kind of a tangent here, but speaking of Fae channel, I don't know if you saw the news, but the reason... So the, the the voice actress, the original voice actress for Faye, uh, is no longer going to be playing Faye due to the fact that N Nintendo of America wants to record all lines in America, and she lives in Japan. So she would go to the Japan studios to record, and then they would send over the voice lines to Nintendo. It doesn't make any sense to me that they would require her to be in America to record, but it is what it is. It sounds like they, are, they will be replacing... Uh, the Faye we know and love, the voice actress for that character. So I was just reminded of that note when we had meant, when I had mentioned the Lysithia uh, tease in the last Faye channel. So unrelated to why we got Phoenix in the last Faye channel, I, I think that was that was. Yeah, I think I heard the way. Japanese voice actress voice actress was like pregnant or something. Yeah, That's why they did Phoenix. Yeah, so they had, yeah, exactly. So I think she was away on maternity leave, and essentially they wanted to, uh, well, it, it, to me it's like, well, but the American one was there. But, it's like, but then they would have had to switch all the animations out, so they just did a different voice actor or slash a whole new character. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it, we'll see what, it, what the future brings. Obviously, the voice of Faye in the Faye channel isn't, changing isn't the end of the world but um we'll see how they they handle it i think it's always sad when you know a voice actress or a voice actor has to sort of step away from a role and then it's never quite the same um but uh, we will we will see how it goes i don't know it's not the end of the world but still sad nonetheless um all right tangent over uh let's look at bernadetta Sorry, I should have put that in the news, but then I forgot about it. So I, that just goes to show it's not a big deal. Um, let's talk about Bernadetta, Eternal Loner. Bernadetta is a member of the Black Eagles, and she bears the crest of Indek, mm. uh, one of the four saints of ancient Fodlan. Bernadetta prefer, prefer, prefers <laughs> to have conversations behind closed doors, and by that I mean she is behind the door and the other person is locked outside. Uh, you know they say that Indek also preferred alone time, and he was good with his hands too. Okay, I'm gonna just note that that line is ripped straight from the meat Fay thing. I don't know what it means. Don't read into it. It's not Ryan. It was totally a copy and paste. I I did not so, read it. So, I, I didn't read it. I didn't like your, your actually excuse, read through it. Your excuse for the slightly perverted line is that uh, you slacked off and didn't do do a good job, huh? No, I. Okay, I'm just I, ripping you. No, but I always copy from the meat fay. Most of the fun quirks or quips, that I, like I put the closed door thing in because I know the character and I thought that was quite creative. But then I, I guess I could have removed this line because it's weird. Maybe there's something. Is Bernadette? Bernadette is crafty, right? It's not at all a yes. weird line. And uh, moving on, as a colorless bow cavalry unit, she wields persecution bow, which grants a, uh, a plus three to attack. If unit initiates combat, unit can make a follow-up attack before foe can counterattack. And at start of combat, if penalty is active on unit, or if unit's HP is less than 100%, grants attack slash speed plus five during combat. She has... slight, slight note. Yep. Um, there was a note 
in the uh, thing after the um, after the video where you got your info from, uh, where that, that you also have to have penalty active or her health less than 100% for the counter uh, for the desperation effect oh. active. Okay. Uh, there was a note that the, it was an error in the video. Uh, it was on the welcoming screen. So I'm guessing so. one of her skills uh, applies penalty then to her? Uh, penalty is um, something that gets put on her. Um, and it's essentially it's a um, version of her personal skill in the game where she does more damage if she's been injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is if she's been injured or has a has the penalty effect on. Her. If someone, if an enemy puts penalty. Oh right, right, right. There's an or. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, okay. Thank you for that correction because I did miss that. Um, she has uh, no new, no other new skills, but rounds out her kit with ardent sacrifice as an assist, and attack slash speed push four in the A slot. Lull slash uh, lull speed slash defense three in the B slot and close guard three in the C slot. So yeah, no new skill, but a tier four skill. So those are always nice. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's really important to note when when someone gets a tier four skill. This is no Ferdy. This is Bernie, and she got a tier four yes. skill. So take that. Yeah. Our next unit is Annette, overachiever. Annette is a friend and classmate of Mercedes since their time at the School of Sorcery in Ferdy, the capital of the Holy Kingdom of Far. She is also the niece of Baron Dominic with the crest for that house. Uh, she hopes her enrollment in the Officers Academy will also help her find her missing father, a former kingdom who vanished after the tragedy at Dusker. Uh, she joins Heroes as a Green Axe Infantry Unit, wielding her magic magical hero's relic crusher uh effective for her due to her uh crusher grants her an attack plus also can't calculates uh damage similar to a dragon stone using the lower of the enemy's defense or resist it also has an effect if she uses a rally assist skill granting her target unless it is a cavalry unit uh with penalized movement essentially a cavalry unit with their movement reduced to two one extra space of movement that turn only. Um, the movement boost does not stack with similar effect. Uh, she has a, a new gap skill, granting an attack defense uh, plus five to the uh, ally with the highest attack defense total for one turn at the start of the turn. She also comes with rally attack speed plus to activate her weapon's special feature, as well as defense resistance room ruse. So, good stuff. Good old Crusher making an appearance in the yes. game. What a what a name yes. for a, for a yes, weapon. Yes, if you haven't if you haven't played through the Blue Lions route, you did not see that weapon. So, or I saw it and I conquered it. Oh, okay, I guess she has it if you fight her at some point. Oh yes, but she went down. She died. Crusher okay. did not help her. I'll just I'll leave it at that uh good stuff well annette welcome to the game um uh, we have one more hero to talk about which is the grand hero battle hero coming on the 9th of march that is the flame emperor bringer of war the mysterious flame emperor joins fire emblem heroes through an upcoming grand hero battle as mentioned on march 9th 
The Flame Emperor seems to want to reforge the world in three houses, but will this shadowy figure manage to light a fire in Fey? As an armored green axe unit, the Flame Emperor wields Guard Axe Plus, which is unlocked at 5 star. Has Ignis as a special, unlocked at 4 star. Bracing Stance 2 in the A slot, unlocked at 4 star. And Wary Fighter 3 in the B slot, unlocked at 5 stars. Uh, yeah. No yep. spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just admitted that there are spoilers that we know about that we didn't mention. I mean, it's a it's a character in a mask, so it's been long enough. I can say I can at least say there are spoilers. We 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 said we wouldn't talk about the the real or the identity of the Flame Emperor, but yeah, yes, the identity does get revealed through your playthrough of Three Houses. I've teased it in Discord. If you want to go hunt those down, or if you played Three Houses, you know who it is already. Yeah, so. To to that credit though, uh, I remember playing Three Houses uh, when I first played it, and and the Flame Emperor popped up, and I figured it would be uh, an important reveal, but I actually did not see that coming. So, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, it's one of those. Things. Uh, I saw a part of it coming, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so. That's all I'll say, because if we want to go any further, we'll get way too close to dipping into spoilers. Yes, we will. So, I'm I'm guessing you want Dorothea from the next time we see three houses in a banner. Yeah, I mean, it's about time, but but honestly, uh, man, I'm just, I'm not as big, a, I'm not as big a fan of the, just the normal school attire. I just, I find it to be kind of boring. And now that we have a good host of three houses characters... I kind of just want to see them move into the new, into the into the five years later stuff. The war arc stuff. Okay. Yeah, because just to get, I I just want new designs. Because if they're just gonna keep releasing the students, it's, it's like okay. So another character that's wearing the exact same thing. I get it. It's a uniform, but it's pretty. It's it's getting overdone in my mind. Um, it's really cool. Right. I added the flame emperor though. I wouldn't mind them uh, shifting to War Arc for a couple of heroes and then going back to Academy Arc, but I would kind of like to eventually have them all in both arcs, you know? Yeah, I can I can see that for sure. I just I, I just think a break would be nice. That's all. Uh, right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's head into the Outrealm Gate because we've got some sacred stones to talk about. Ooh-hoo. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Uh, we've got chapters six, seven, and eight to discuss today, and that brings us right up to the branching paths, and we've got a bit of a fun way to decide who's going to do what. Yes, completely random, live on the show, we have not decided yet, but we will take care of that right before we close out the show. Um... All right, let's kick this off with Chapter 6, Sacred Stones Game Club. In Chapter 6, as Erica proceeds into a remote region of Grado to try and stay hidden, we find out that she is being tracked, and she soon bumps into Novea, a dark mage of Grado who is, th- who is threatened. I it was Novala. It's been a week. Oh, you know what? That is an L. Novala. Yes, it's been a while. <laughs> but you know what? I wouldn't put it past them slipping an eye in there. 
uh, <laughs> Novala, a dark mage of Grado who is who, who threatens Renee's uh, citizens to get Erica to relinquish her bracelet to him. A fog of war map. You in a fog of war map, you proceed forward, dealing with enemies popping out of the mist. Uh, unless you remember to bring a torch. More on that later. Uh, while three Renee citizens are trapped in a small area, while hidden giant spiders move towards them. As after finishing the map, you find out that Erica and Ephraim's bracelets are the keys to the hidden vault that holds the true sacred stone of Renee, and somehow the enemy knows this, even though they shouldn't. Uh, did you bring a torch, Eddie? Question of the week. Nope. Nope. Neither did I. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> I don't even know if I had any torches in my supply to bring, but... I think I remember picking up a couple torches in past maps. I'm pretty pretty thorough in checking all like the villages and stuff. I think the map before, one of the villagers literally says, here's a torch, you're probably going to need it because the mountains get pretty pretty misty. So. Well, I guess I didn't bring that character with me, but... Yeah, I didn't bring a torch um, and had a few close calls due to the... I was making steady progress uh, to the Renee citizens, hoping to try and rescue them all. Uh, yet the random characters popping out and not wanting to leave anyone too vulnerable and possibly dead, I ended up uh, losing two of the three citizens. Uh, I'm guessing I lost out on another reward, some reward or another. And I believe you figured out what it was just to make it make it me more annoyed with it. <laughs> I would have been quite happy never knowing. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I moved through the map pretty slowly, like kind of just taking it bit by bit and moving my stronger units first and then sort of cleaning up. I didn't, I didn't have, I think I had maybe one close call, but I didn't end up having to restart the map. Um, I didn't really care. I, I cared about the citizens. Don't get me wrong, but, um, I did have one of them die. I had the, I had the mother die, which I felt terrible about. But I was like, I really don't want to do this one again. Um, I wish... Oh, yeah, that was kind of my thing. I had a couple characters down near the bottom moving forward at a steady pace to try and get to them quickly because I think there would be something for saving them. But mm -hmm. And you don't. there's no partial reward. You have to save them all or nothing. And the reward we missed out on was the Orion's Bolt. I, I had one die and... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a promotion. Yeah, the one, the one character I've gotten to level ten. One character I've gotten to level ten in my game is the one who I missed the promotion item. <laughs> well, hopefully we get another shot at the promotion. Hopefully. Because I don't know. I honestly don't know. I feel like this one uh this obviously we're still early on, so promotions aren't a aren't a big deal. But I did notice that you have a hard uh i don't really remember this very much from fire emblem games but you have a hard cap at level 10 for some classes uh i got my ross character to level 10 and he stopped earning hp or xp rather so ah. something to keep an eye on um for sure and i might have to look up sort of items that are required to to upgrade the journeyman class for sure mm -hmm. yeah i don't know which items those would be uh however after we uh fight through that map we move on to chapter seven where erica arrives at outside of the castle where we last saw ephraim escape with his two cavaliers and find many men outside including including a couple of 
Upon making our way to the gate of the castle, Seth and Erica bump into Or, who claims Ephraim is captured deeper, and uh, Orson himself just barely managed, just recently managed to escape as they were coming. Uh, though he does, though he does seem to be acting and looking weird, Erica follows him into the castle. So, yeah, don't uh, people don't follow weird-looking people is uh, is what Eddie's <laughs> trying to say here. Um, this chapter was fairly simple. Uh, I I mean, you had a ballista at your disposal; they had a ballista yep. at their disposal. But I found their ballista to be absolute shite because it was shooting <laughs> into into the forest. So once you kind of got over there, you could bait it; it would lose all of its ammo, and then you just you just roll it. But I used the ballista on our side. I made sure to go get that right away and used it to kind of clear some of the stragglers. And then I also brought, um, not stragglers, but guards to the castle. And then I brought a flying unit up as well to, to bait them even further over and then have her uh, finish them off. So I used that tactic to kind of at least clear out the bottom portion of of that small island before the before the castle and it worked really well because essentially by the time i moved my units up to take out the ballista i didn't have to worry about any reinforcements coming from the left side of the map to me uh to yeah, those characters I, yeah i did the same thing uh however i um sent my i sent seth up there and smacked the ballista guy before he used up all of his ammo uh once i got everyone moved up there and i brought uh Nimi back over start shooting with that ballista as well. Oh, interesting. So you got both ballistas before they used all their ammo? Yep, I think you used two, maybe three shots before I got to them. So oh. I had two or three shots with Nimi from the other side. Uh, but both the ballista who cannot traverse through forests, kind of like Cavalry and Fae, um, were in little areas, so they had limited range. And so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was a really cool map, and I liked the ballistas, so I was a big fan. Yeah. I really liked this one. Uh, which brings us to our last chapter here. We're in Chapter 8. We return to the castle from Chapter 5X, and quickly Seth realizes that Orson is not what he appears and is actually working with Grado. Surprise, surprise. Orson apologizes and claims it is to be with his wife again before running off. At the start of the second turn, Ephraim shows up, having heard of the trap laid for Erica. After fighting through and seizing the castle, the chat shortly before Murr appears warning them of something coming where the group quickly departs to regroup. Uh, okay, so this is the last chapter before the choice, quote-unquote. Um, yep. And I love this chapter because, again, we get our characters reunited for probably a brief amount of time, but it still feels good to have the, have the armies merge for a little bit. And when we say armies, like, really, Ephraim only has two two characters alongside them now. Um, yep. Don't ask me their names because I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. And and they keep their weapons levels and uh, stuff from the 5X. Okay. Interesting. Oh, that's good. Um, this was a pretty straightforward map. I kind of just pushed through. I did manage to get all the chests. I brought, um, what's his name? Is it Colm? Yes, he came off the bench to go pick up chests. He, mm. he didn't attack anyone. He just ran around picking up chests. Yeah, yeah. So he did his his uh, his assigned duty, and I kind of just 
after I got those chests to the right, I, I basically merged the armies and kind of sandwiched in and steamrolled it. Honestly, it was it was a pretty pretty simple map. Uh, kept my yeah. Uh, honestly, I was I, I had a good time though. It was nice to have Erica and Ephraim, you know, together. Yeah. I you know brought them together. They had a conversation. That sort like, of thing. Yeah, I sent Erica north with uh, Armor Slayer, and I think a couple others. Clear out that room of armored knights on the right. Sent Colm through there. Cleared out the center and broke down the wall to Colm over to the other set of chests. After sending Ephraim and the other half of the group over through the tight corridors to get up there and clear those enemies out. Yeah, but all in all, it was it was a good map. I mean, I imagine they're going to get more complex. I think the most complex we've had was Chapter Six with the with the fog of war. Although thinking back. It would have been interesting to see how much easier it would have been with the torch. I think you and I probably uh, went about it in a weird way, but uh, we we survived nonetheless. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing where we go from here in terms of the next few chapters. We have decided basically that because we're going to basically be two, doing two different versions of chapter nine, we're just going to do one chapter just to see how it goes. And because uh, I feel a lot of discussions will be each of us describing to each other what we played, because, again, we've we've never played this game before. So uh, but not to delay any further, we have not decided who's going to play Erica and who's going to play Ephraim. We had sort of discussed it and we've been toying with the idea of like, well, the easier one is Erica. So maybe maybe Ryan does that one because Ryan has has uh, less time to play. But now actually eddie has technically less time to play because he's playing on his his wii u so he has less options for portability so it's there was no there was no pro con list that was going to get this done sort of diplomatically so we're going to do it at random um i've i've created a wheel to side and i'm not going to go in the logistics of how there were four options and then eddie suggested we bring it down to two options but i just did so two options i've got um Ryan, Ephraim, Eddie, Erica, and then I've got Ryan, Erica, Eddie, Ephraim, and I will post a screenshot in the show notes just so you guys can see how we did this. Totally diplomatic. I could flip a coin, but um, actually, I guess I could have flipped a coin. Anyways, I'm clicking it. It's spinning, and Ryan, Ephraim, Eddie, Erica. So Okay. Lock that in. I will screenshot that, and you can see... The winner, uh, yeah. So when we return with Game Club, I will have chosen and move forward with Ephraim for Chapter Nine, and Eddie will be playing with Erica's army. Good stuff, Eddie. Are you excited to take Erica into the next few chapters? Uh, yeah, I put a good bit of work into her, so it'll be nice to keep going. You know, I think she was higher than Ephraim by the end of that chat last chapter on me for me. So, oh yeah. No doubt. I think I'm in the same boat, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. I, I have been told Ephraim's stuff is harder, but honestly, I'm I'm excited. I think uh, I'm, I'm excited to try Ephraim and see how he goes. I, I enjoyed his chapters that we did get to play with him and his characters. Obviously, I've grown more attached to the Erica army because we've been using her since the beginning of the game, but... Well, I don't know how much of the army actually leaves with her. It might be just the case of which lord goes with you. Oh, you know what? Well, I I 
I don't know how much more you played in, in terms of after chapter eight, but I did play a little bit more and we'll probably discuss it in detail um, next week. But I played up to the choice or at least what witnessed the story. And it seems like this isn't a this isn't a this is a situation where everyone is heading their separate paths and and you're just not experiencing that other path. But it's happening like you're given very clear different tasks and mm-hmm. um you're going to be off doing one thing and I'm going to be off doing another. And we're just going to cover the whole story, but only because you and I are playing both paths at the same time. So, but that's a good question. I don't know. Is there a, is there a core amount of Erica's group that leaves Erica and goes with Ephraim and vice or vice versa? I have no idea. And that's probably one of the things we'll have to note to talk about uh, on the next game club. Cause I think that's, that'd be, that's interesting for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I figured they were going on separate tasks, which is why you had a choice. I I played to the I didn't even, I just played to the point where it showed them in a um in, back in that town that we had passed through a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surfview was it? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was the town for chapter five. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I. I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes, um, but we'll be back in two weeks with uh, Game Club. We'll have a new episode next week, of course, but um, yeah, and uh, check out that random wheel to side. Uh, looks like I'm playing Ephraim, and, and Eddie's playing Erica. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be back with more Game Club very soon. Hopefully, you guys are playing along as well. We'd love to hear if you are uh, playing Sacred Stones with us. This is obviously uh, a game we've talked about playing for a while. But happy we're finally getting around to it, thanks to some lovely Extra Life donators. All right, Eddie, that is going to do it for our episode where you are live from Hotlanta. Uh, is it still 8 degrees there? Uh, I can check that for you. Don't check it. I'm just joking. Uh, I don't see why it would have changed, though. But that, and that, Hence the joke. Uh, it has not changed because weather does not move that quickly unless it, it does. It has dropped down to 7. Oh, Watch out. It's going to be just Atlanta now. Or Cold Atlanta? I don't know. Cold Atlanta. Cold Atlanta. Uh, according to my weather app, it's a boring night. What do you want from me? And don't say world peace. You hit. Mm, world peace does sound pretty good right about now. Not going to yes, lie. Yes, I, I, I use a weather app called What's the Forecasts. Oh, I was going to say. It says rude things to you. So I was going to say it sounds like um, I use a weather app. It's called Carrot. And it, it's got like an AI that will sort of pull things like that from the news. But uh, yeah, exciting times. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we were able to record this and talk about Sacred Stones and talk about the new heroes from th- Three Houses. So i um, glad we got that done. But uh, we're going to end it there. That's an episode. You can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers in Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Lots of great stuff there. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drawfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers in for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. My watch thinks I'm talking to it, and I'm not. Happy summoning, everybody. Woo!